Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Comedy Podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I'm Tori. I'm Marin. And the crime junkies are finally back <laughs> with something crime related. I hope your um fall is getting better. It's cold outside. Make sure you put on a jacket. Today we're going to be a doing a review and give our opinions about the 2021 NBC mini drama The Veil. Dun dun. um let's start with a uh we'll just tell you what the veil is about the veil is a korean style spout investigation show with a story about a top national uh nis agent in his endeavor to uncover the internal traitor that brought him to his downfall he confronts a much bigger enemy behind the organization it stars nam gong min park Ha-san, and a uh wealth of other veteran actors it's 12 episodes it just ended on October twenty third. Um, let's go ahead and do our five our um spoiler free review. I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven. I'm not gonna lie. I it was good in the beginning, and then it took a what the fuck turn like the last three four episodes, and I was just like, um, I don't, I don't like this anymore. I'm not with the games. Nam Gong Min looked f- fine the entire time. The acting was pretty much on point if you ignore that there's a a, a trash person in part of the, the cast um but yeah i was happy to watch um Uri Minopa do his thing and you know give us a different character because you know he's great at acting and i got to see some familiar faces and you know we love espionage but baby this plot i don't we talk about the plot um, I recommend The Veil if you're looking for something quick and easy that you can get through. If you like to watch veteran actors just do what veteran actors do, which is eat up a role once they're given it. But yeah, that's my non-spoiler review. What about you, Marin? Um, I'd say I gave the show about an eight mm-hmm. only because I was truly watching it for something to watch. Like, mm. um, if I had not watched... I went and watched drama, read Drama Beans um, recaps for all the episodes, uh-huh. and I realized there were about seven things I missed because I really was just. Wa- <laughs> I saw a drama. I said, "Damn, I need a show to watch." I saw Nam Gook Min. I saw Crime. I said, "Sure." I mean, <laughs> I mean, sure, I'll watch it. That's the energy I was on while watching this show. Uh-huh. Having read the recaps, now I understand why people were confused. If I had really <laughs> been into it, the show would have been knocked maybe two points. But um, in general, like. It's 12 episodes. I can watch it at work energy. Yeah, it was like an eight for me. Okay, okay. From this point on, there are spoilers. If you have not watched the show, don't continue. Well, no, go finish the show and then come back and continue this podcast because we appreciate your listens. Okay, so this, when this, the teasers for this came out, I was like, oh, first of all, now I'm going to be bulked up. Maybe we think. <laughs> I have been seeing these pictures before the show aired and I was like, Good God, have mercy! <laughs> like now, if you don't, if you've watched Namgo, most people probably seen Namgo Min and like the girl who sees since, or um, what is some other shit that he's done? Good um, God, I hope that's not your introduction <laughs> to that man. <laughs> what, Doctor Prisoner? <laughs> I still believe. Okay, um, I'll go with saw that. Him, one. I saw him. When did I first see Namgo Min? I think I first saw him in in I mean, mm, my secret hotel. Oh yes, yes. Hotel. Mm-hmm. 
my secret hotel i saw him in there the the i to be very fucking honest with you i fell in love with him and the girl who sees since because he played a fantastic villain (laughs) he played a fantastic villain girl i must be thinking of something else then he's a villain in the girl who sees since yeah the girl who sees since is the one with um, oh no the dude from jyg I was thinking of the other one where he, like, for some reason, whenever people fight him, he can see what their moves are. Like, it would slow down every single time. It was the girl with Mina from The Beautiful Gongshin. Gongshin, That's yes. who I was thinking that was. Okay. Yes. Yes. That's also a very good role that he's done. Um, but no, the girl who sees sense is like an obscure... <laughs> it's an obscure oh, 2015 drama. <laughs> Don't go see it. Don't watch it. <laughs> that woman plays a killer in it. But <laughs> that's where I fell in love with him because I was just like, wow, he's really selling me on this, you know, this quiet book reading killer and I'm I'm loving it. And he's, you know, done great stuff after that. Um, but no, so when I saw that he had gained so much muscle for this role, I was like, oh, this is going to be action packed. And, you know, it's fall. So we're all ready for the spooky. We are ready for the espionage. And it's so interesting because the espionage genre in korean dramas is not tapped on a lot mm-hmm. like it's not like a specific type of thing that happens a lot and i'm actually gonna go through the espionage tag and see what other k dramas like healer is considered an espionage i didn't realize that mm-hmm. but um w- because this was a group of mostly veteran cast i was like oh this is gonna be spicy it's gonna be hit me in my feels and it was in the beginning because like the whole premise around veil is that this man who they thought was dead showed up and has no memory of what happened so you're like oh i'm curious i want to know what's going on you're getting to watch um hanzi huck which is hanji huck which is um nongaman's character and you're just like okay okay i see what we're doing i see where we're going like and he's like doing great in this kind of like closed off guarded role but then the plot (laughs) i want to know what you thought the story was before you read drama begins so it wasn't like the story was there but it was like i was missing something so spoiler alert number one um kim jihyun um or uje her character the entire time so you remember the the little boy that was hacking stuff right right i kept watching it and the way he was saying nuna was to me i was like they're not siblings the way she like she's worried for his like for his um safety but if that Mm -hmm. was actually her brother she would be in tears out here like trying to find him but that's not the energy she's giving and so i was so confused and i didn't realize that one of the two ages missing was his dad and the other one was her dad like i I didn't connect that until I watched, read the recap. I said, oh, well, that fills that little gap for me. Yeah, I at first I thought it was, when they explained it at first, it, I thought it was that she was either the student mm-hmm. of his father, yeah. who was also an agent. Like, I didn't quite understand how they know each other, but I knew they weren't related. Yeah. And I knew both of their dads were agents. So when yeah. they, like, got into his story and they were like, oh, this man was also working for the nis i was like oh okay that makes sense and i thought it was just his dad was missing i didn't realize her dad well we thought her dad had committed suicide yeah right i like i was like i i don't know i was just like i took that and then somewhere along the storyline i realized that um Mm -hmm. oh god what's the evil guy's name again 
the um, main Be Bemosa. Be is that his name? One of the NIS upper heads. Who are you yeah. Oh, Be Bek Musa, the, Bek Musa, the, the Viper. Yeah. yeah. And then when yeah, I realized, yeah. I was like, I just accepted that that was her dad. I didn't really go back to try to ex figure out that mm -hmm. family thing. Um, but yeah, I kind of just I knew the storyline. They were just like, oh, also that. Oh, never mind. I really don't know. But it was like um, <laughs> I'm trying to put my like thoughts together because yeah. I really was watching this at work as something to see as time passes by and to see Nam Min's fine ass. Uh -huh. So I more of just took the story as what I get. Like I really didn't think about the details. If you were to ask me specific things, I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I just took it. I was like. Nagumin trying to find Nagumin's character was trying to find a spy. That was it. That yes. was a place where I took for it, and that was it. That's all I cared about. Right. <laughs> I want to say up until episode like six or seven, the story was really good because we were just like, okay, because like the whole okay. So the premise is that Hanzi Huck returns on a like um like being smuggled back into South Korea. Um, he looks like he's been through hell, high water, yeah, and back a yes. couple of times. Uh -huh. The man remembers nothing. And so what we're getting told is that information was linked. A bunch of black secret operatives that were working in different countries international for South Korea were killed. Mm -hmm. His own teammates were killed like there's a special day that this information was leaked and a bunch of nis agents were killed his own teammates were killed and he knows that they were shot and killed but he doesn't know what happened how it happened and he just knows there's somebody yeah. who was le leaking information from headquarters that got a lot of people killed and his own teammates killed and it basically he either we we're thinking he's like been captured been tortured um all this other stuff and you realize after like the first two episodes is that he recorded himself mm -hmm. um talking about you're the one who erased your own memory there's a snake and you have to find them and so we're like oh shit because that's what made it interesting to me because yeah a lot of a basic component of espionage stories is that um, when people lose their their memory, it's because someone did it to them. They're trying to repress some trauma, all that stuff. But to know that this man repressed his own memories by taking a drug or some shit, you're just like, oh shit, <laughs> this is this is not what I thought it was gonna be. And so you're like, you're in the story, and you like, you don't know who to trust. And there's all these characters from like his past, and they give you a bunch of red herrings, and you're really into it. And then the thing that pissed me off the most, they when they killed. Suyun, I said, you bitches. I was like, damn, y'all gave her that haircut only for six episodes. I you was like, <laughs> okay, oh, so, she was in. so Suyun played by Park Hassan. Park Hassan is like one of my favorite. Like, she's like one of those actresses that I don't keep up with, and when she's in something, I'm like, oh, gotta watch it. She's gonna be yeah. great. And so she plays the spouse of one of Hanziak's partners. Like they were dating and she like the minute this man is back, she's blaming him for his death. She's blaming him for a lot of stuff. Like, I can't believe you fucking forgot everything that happened. My boyfriend's dead. You're just like, Oh shit. Like her constant nagging was getting annoying. The yeah. minute she changed and was nice and cordial to him. I should have fucking known <laughs> you should see my my live tweet thread for this drama i was like i cannot believe i was flipping tables and i was like did they just kill her in the middle of the series she's like literally like on the main posters 
supposed to be the female lead, second in naming, and y'all killed her at like episode six. I was like, this is because like what followed that was just constant. Like we, there's this other character called um Kang Pilho who's who's supposed to be like Hanjiet's mentor, and right after Suyun dies, he is setting this man up. I'm like, what is going on? Like <laughs> I was like, oh, is he the snake? But you're like only on episode seven or eight, so you're like wait a second, he can't be the snake because we still got too many episodes to go. There's so much un- unanswered information. He shot himself in the shoulder with Jiuk's gun and blamed it on him so he could get on the wanted list and get arrested. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> this is, I was like, the stress I was feeling, like espionage, these type of espionage thriller actor shows are supposed to like give you stress. You're just like, God damn it. <laughs> like, you know all the, you know he didn't do it, but everybody and their mom was like, oh, he did it. You're just like, ah! And so... <laughs> You're watching this, and so you know that Jiuk is sending himself videos, and we find out that the man who we thought was the most suspicious is the man that is actually helping him. When I saw that come out, I was like, oh, well, I didn't see that coming. That was a good plot point. I always commend stories when I can't predict the plot because I've watched so much shows, and so you're watching this story unfold, and then they get to the last video <laughs> where they're inside the tech company and he's like you're the one who killed your partners i said <laughs> oh my god what <laughs> what <laughs> when i tell you all of my like vigor for the show dropped to like a negative four i was like what do you what do you mean he's the one who killed his partners and so instead of it being like an enemy it was more like Jiuk had to kill his partners because they were they were thinking each other was working for this big organization that is made up of retired NIS agents who are doing illegal shit, which mm-hmm. I still don't comprehend because what? <laughs> what do you mean as a whole organization of like retired intelligence officers doing getting getting um currently working officers killed? That's what I that's what I got from that. I was like what the fuck so like they do illegal shit and shit i don't know i still don't completely understand that whole point of the story but i was just sitting here like when they said jihuk was the one who killed his partners i said so what was the point <laughs> what was the- so he erased his own memory went through was almost addicted to prescription medication had to go through withdrawal was getting arrested and shot at by his colleagues for you to tell me that he's the one who did it like it wasn't such a big ass surprise because like the whole point of that kind of jihuk sending the messages to himself was supposed to be like giving us hints at like what he knew and what happened yeah and so I think it was that point, that plot point in the story was supposed to be like Hanji Huck is a child who thought he killed his own father in a armed robbery because he mm-hmm. shot the gun, even though it missed. We find out that later, but that traumatized him, right? And so when he shot his partners, that sent him into a mental health spiral. And so his grand plan was to erase his own memory because he still has to find the snake. And so for the ultimate villain in that portion of the story to be himself, I was just like, that, that, what, what was I here for? Why were we watching him traumatize himself? <laughs> like, why were we watching? Because Nam Gong Min is, is a very good actor. So you fall into Jiuk's, like, like trying to unpack his memory and constantly getting bits and pieces and not really knowing what's happening, trying to stay alive while he doesn't know who he can trust, all this other stuff. And so when you finally get to that point where you're like, ooh, 
we're finally gonna know who killed his partners and it's him i'm like that 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 i felt like that was supposed to be like an emotional like burst and yeah. it was just like what <laughs> what I, this is how you know i was really just watching the show for watching because when that happened i said cool I said, okay <laughs> like i don't know how to explain like i him they were hint because he was an unreliable narrative narrator mm-hmm. because of his mm-hmm. memory lack of memories so right. i felt the entire time the possibility of him being who killed them was a possibility so i just had that in the back of my head so when he showed that i said i said i mean considering you were about to he was about to apprehend the actual spy lee mm-hmm. and Wan. I was not expecting that at that moment. But when it happened, I said, well, I kind of saw this coming, kind of. It was right, always like, a possibility. Right. And especially when they keep showing you the flashbacks of his partner's yeah, dying. Exactly. It's always from yeah. a POV angle. And I get that. But like at the same time, it's like we've been through so much for that to be the big scary thing. Like we know, we know G-Hug is unreliable at that point. Yeah. And for that to be like the big thing is that he killed them because they yeah. were all suspicious of each other because one of them was actually working for this um big organization. I was just like, okay, I don't care anymore. <laughs> I want the story to be over with. And, and I don't think that they integrated um UJE's story into the story well enough because mm-hmm. that's too much of a flipping coincidence that her father is the big drug dealer, you know, scary man. I was like why it's like they couldn't find a relevant story to go with it because mm-hmm. the whole thing with Beck Mossad is Beck Mossad is supposed to be what Hanji Huck would have been if Beck Mossad had gotten help so they're like reflections of each other because Beck Mossad's character is basically him and his partner were both captured and he had to kill his partner and eat him to survive is that what that was something like that yeah yeah so he took on because that was so traumatic he took on his partner's identity he you know had facial reconstruction all of that stuff and just turned into a monster because he believed the nis would sacrifice anybody in the name of protecting the country right yeah and so it i felt like the story was doing really well with focusing on jihak when they brought in g when Yeji's story i was like it's kind of off kiltering everything it is not really giving me the emotional impact i wanted to when she the scene when she cried with her dad at the end i was like okay that was good but it wasn't it it didn't have the same emotional impact as nam gong min and i feel like that could have been rectified if they just used a veteran actress but i won't go down that road route <laughs> i don't know if y'all had it killed park Hassan, then maybe i would have <laughs> maybe i would have cared about the jay story more like i feel like it's very important to think about I don't like when female characters are sacrificed um, or hurt or, mm-hmm. or endure violent acts for a non-active plot point. Because what happened after Hassan died? What I mean, Suyun died. After her character died, it was just, oh, we can't believe his mentor anymore. Bitch, we already couldn't believe him in the first place. What was the point of her dying? If you have the audacity to be like, oh, we're going to do a spinoff episode to show you her story. Why can't you just put her oh, story yeah. in the drama? She's the the female lead of the story. I was, oh, <laughs> I think one of my mutuals pointed out that espionage is such a weird and interesting genre in K-drama because it's usually not done right. And I don't think the veil is a portion of the story doing it right either mm-hmm. or doing it wrong. It's like, I don't know. 
I feel like espionage and K-dramas is always like the third genre. Like we're going to focus on romance and then we're going to have like thriller and then espionage. And this is a drama where espionage was in the forefront. And even then the plot was not giving. This was, if I'm not mistaken, this was entered into an NBC competition and won, which is why the script is the way it is. This is like this writer's first time. The fact that this is this writer's first time and this did with this cast, I was like, mm, y'all could have used this cast in a better drama written by a veteran writer. <laughs> like, you could have revised it. Because once that plot point came out that Jiek was the one who killed his co-op, who killed his partners, and that there's this big organization that we're fighting against, and that Beck Mosa is the father, it's just like so many predictable too many twists and turns too. Yeah, too many twists and turns. Like the biggest twist and turn being that was her father for like they were trying to like this story honestly should have been just told through Jihyuk if they were gonna do this mm-hmm. like Yeji I don't think we needed her as a primary character mm-hmm. like her story took up too much and it kind of wanned out a lot of the intensity mm-hmm. of what was going on like she could have just been the spunky new partner like why did her father have to be also in that is agent also involved in this case especially what after y'all did to soyeon's character so like it that i will never get over that i was like y'all did not just kill when they when she got shot i was like this is a dream this is (laughs) we're in the matrix the the reality is glitching bitch (laughs) this is this can't be real (laughs) i have not watched mobius the spinoff i wish they would have just I wish they would have just told her story in the original. I'm going to probably watch it after we get done with this. But um, I commend Nam Gong Min for always being so um, in-depth with his characters. Like, yeah. y'all don't... Y'all have to see pictures of him side by side before he started prepping for the veil and after. Because crazy. the man, like, grew twice his size. And I don't... <laughs> I didn't know muscles work like that. I don't work out. So I was just like, I like, I just remember seeing pictures of him on my timeline. Up and my, my boots being like, um, menopause is getting thick. And I was like, I agree. What's going to happen? Like the action in the show. Great. Mm-hmm. The, re- the scenes of the veteran actors working together. Fantastic. The most, the, the thing for me is the plot. The plot just really didn't hold up at the end. And all of that energy that I spent worrying about the characters died off once, like, the big things were revealed. And I think a good espionage story lets you feel that intensity all the way through to the very end. Mm -hmm. Because even in the end, when they were trying to, um, suddenly this was a terrorist attack, domestic terrorist attack attack story, and they were trying to stop a dude with a bomb, I was like, I was like, this is not exciting anymore. I'm just watching it to finish the show at this point. Like, there's no more new information coming out. You're just trying to take down Bekmosa. But Bekmosa is not a part of the bigger enterprise. And so having Jiha go on live television basically and be like, there is a group of retired NIS agents doing illegal shit and trying to run the country. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that would have been interesting. Imagine if they had started off with that. I mean, the beginning of the show was very good, but the further and further it went into the story, it was just, it was, I think if it was cut down to like eight episodes, it would have been more impactful. Second, yeah. if um, J.E.'s character didn't have so much plot 
third, I still don't understand why they killed Suyun. Because her death only just told us that the mentor was not trustworthy. And I was like, you didn't have to sacrifice her for that. Because even then, we didn't get to know why he killed her. That's like in the spinoff. You learn about their promise and shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know yeah. if I'm going to watch that, that spinoff. It's one episode. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, I'm always excited for what Nam Goman is going to do next. Actually, let me check. Oh, he's doing Dr. Prisoner 2. I didn't watch the first one. Did you watch the first one? Um, Dr. Prisoner, I thought. Hold on. I watched a few episodes and I dropped it. Isn't that the one where I was like, mm, no, yeah, I think I watched a couple episodes and dropped it. Damn, he looks good in this poster. he's in a suit yeah i might try to get and see if i'm in the mood since they're doing a second one but i well i don't like wasn't dr dr prisoner the one i was like damn i hate it like i isn't the one you said with the good guys and the bad guys are just going back and forth back and forth back and forth right i think that might be it it's just like a constant like dumbass chest but oh i said it was a pissing competition and i didn't want to watch a pissing competition (laughs) (laughs) plus like the female lead they could have gotten a more veteran actress because like no offense to kwan nara but anybody who stands like sun nam gong win needs to be on his level Mm -hmm. caliber of acting and she just isn't so um yeah uh i give the veil a seven I, re- I recommend you watch it if you're into espionage. It's a really, it's still a really good action story, mm-hmm. and I think you'll enjoy it for the most most part. You might even enjoy it all the way to the end because this is only my opinion. Um, Nam Gongman did great. The veteran cast was so reliable. Like the scenes he has with like the directors and stuff like that, and that like tension. Like, cause Ji Huk, one thing Ji Huk is not going to do is cut quarters. <laughs> like everybody else is dancing around the bush around the topic. He's like, so are you the spy? Are you the murderer? I'm just like, damn. You know what really <laughs> had me like grossed out? Because I was reading the the recaps and some of the comments, and they're talking about how the later episodes get the bloodiness mm-hmm. goes down significantly in the last couple episodes, and it was about something about how they complained, like somebody something somebody complained and they toned it down. But you can mm-hmm. notice that because in episode one or two, when he throws up the tracker. Oh my god! I said skip forward, skip forward. I don't want to. <laughs> it was too realistic. I said, uh, uh-uh. uh, no. Yeah, yeah. You can. I like kudos to the production. Kudos to the actors for really like putting their their yeah. their all into this. Because none of the characters were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. My problem is the plot more than anything. So you really, it's easy to like slide in and get kind of um, body, kind of like like into the world of the show. But then the plot happens and you're like, ah, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so you give it an eight? Uh, yeah, I give it an eight. All right. Um, This is, I mean, Crime Junkies, we're finally doing crime again. Oh my God, look at us. Look at us. We actually did one more crime series before the end of the year. Woo! Um, <laughs> but stick around. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to give us a subscription, a like, a review on Apple Podcasts. Come follow us and talk to us on Twitter at Commented and at TikTok at Commented Podcast. Until next time, I'm Tori. I'm Marin. Bye-bye! Bye.